Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And I'm Ruby. Ruby, you always make me start laughing. <laughs> because I realize like when you're like, Is that okay, everyone about to press record and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. And then right before you do it, I'm like, I'm not ready. Stop. I forgot. Let's do this again. Wait. Um, what are y'all drinking today? I'm drinking um, cranberry Sprite and Stella Rosa. Oh, how's that? The cranberry Sprite? Delicious. You had that with the um, vodka, I think, a couple weeks ago. Was it? You know, I'll spice it up. Was it Ciroc? (laughs) Yep, because Ciroc, I'll pretty much drink it with anything. (laughs) (laughs) What are you drinking? I am drinking... Cherry vanilla Coke with a side mm. of water and another side of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking seltzer water today. I'm trying to not drink so much. I pretty much only been drinking when I watch football, which is still like three Sounds days a week. Right. But like, <laughs> it's still like three days a week, but I cut it down because I used to have a drink or two like every night with dinner. So decided to. Here we are make some baby steps and change my life around we love growth i've also lost some weight yes recently we have lost eight pounds in two weeks since i've been my my workout regimen getting strong around here ow Oh my gosh. I hit my elbow on the bed. Oh, that hurt. Yeah, you're over there swinging your damn arms everywhere. (laughs) Well, I guess that's that's what's happened to me this week. Anything interesting happened to y'all? Um, (laughs) no. Why do y'all always act like I'm not, like, y'all act surprised that I ask y'all this every episode. Well, you know, a motherfucker gotta think. I literally am at home all day, every day. I work from home. I don't have to leave because i know because like sometimes i'm hoping like hey maybe i did have something exciting happen to me this week um but no (laughs) wait did i no i mean zach's birthday was on was was on the beginning of the very beginning of this week that was great Oh, yeah, yeah. And we haven't talked about Thanksgiving. Oh, so, you know, oh, yeah. with our episode that and I was like, don't try anything new. Like, this ain't the time. Why my sister try a new sweet potato pie recipe that wasn't with the right? Then she tried some new pecan pie that came out wrong. And I said, I, I, said, I said, sissy, sissy, you know better. Come on now. She's like, I know. I just... We just got to stick to the regular. You got to practice is. that. You can practice that shit October. Because my sister bakes. Like, that's what she does. She bakes. Yeah. But, like. She's really talented. N- no. Like practice, the, She put, practice. like, the, the sweet potato pie, had, it, it had, like, a spice to it. And I was like, that ain't right. Like, why is it spicy? <laughs> a little cayenne in here? Is this cayenne? What is this? spicy but like it just has something in it 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 wasn't right but she said that well the recipe called called for ginger fresh ginger why the Uh, fuck would you put ginger that's it that'll do it that'll do it why in the fuck would you do Ah, that sissy Mm -mm. 
So and now my she knows for was, Christmas, she got to come with the sushi. heat. No. She got to come with the heat for Christmas. <laughs> she got to bring it all. <laughs> my pie was like the only one eaten. So I'm going to take pie that. Did you make, Ruby? I made a pecan pie. Okay. I made that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I panicked. No, no, because I will throw hands with Courtney. Courtney, I know you're going to listen to this because we almost have thrown down before. Oh, happy this. birthday, Courtney. We're recording happy, birthday, birthday. happy birthday, Courtney. Love you. <laughs> Anyways, no, because she says pecan. She don't throw hands. That love shit is you. really pecan. It's really it's pecan. pecan. I'm not going to argue with nobody about that shit either. I'm like, <laughs> stop. Really go Ugh. argue with I don't know who, but not me about it. You're not <laughs> argue with your mama, yeah. not me. Okay, it is don't pecan. even argue with your mama because she probably say pecan too. So cut the <laughs> yeah. So it is pecan pie. Um, I made that and I thought it was gonna make two and ended up only making one. So I panicked and I had nothing in. I had like very few basic ingredients in my pantry at the time and I made chocolate crinkle cookies and both of those were just like demolished so I don't know what to say it usually does like three pecan pies because my husband likes to eat one like he'll take a whole pie at the night of Thanksgiving he'll get in the bed with a fork and eat the whole fucking pie in the bed that's how I am with sweet potato pie I love sweet potato pie. I hate pecan pie. I'm not a fan of pecan pie at all. I don't like it. You know what? I almost shed a tear just now because I have never met anybody in my life that does not like pecan pie besides me. Everybody I know loves that shit. It is fucking nasty. Uh It tastes like dried nuts. And that's what it is. Because that's what pecan is. Pecan is a dry ass You need to have, hold on. Y'all need to have mine then because like what? Dried nuts? You know, I don't like anything that has nuts in it though. I don't really give a shit. I don't care. (laughs) Jesus could probably make it and slice it for me. I don't want it. Make it and slice it for me. I'm good, 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 good. No, I I hate Not the Lord himself. (laughs) You know, you know, I don't like nothing that has nuts in it. It's it's a no for me. I'm sorry. Try the filling, not like the. You know what? I do actually like the filling. Like, if I could just have a pecan pie with just the filling. There you go. But then that's not a fucking pecan pie. It's a filling pie. Like, it's, <laughs> that's a that's like a gelatin. I eat it though. I would oh, eat well. it. Cause I, I would I don't you know what? I just want just the just the filling because I don't really like the crust. Cause the crust be I I don't I just don't want it. I don't want it. Okay. We don't I'm have to, to have make it, it better, me. but like I don't, want it. I don't want it. Um that, oh. But we were having a interesting conversation before we started recording and Re has let us know that she does not eat at chain restaurants. I mean, not so much chain, just Chili's, TGI, TGI Fridays, Applebee's. But you've been to uh, Fridays with me. We drank. We did not You ate food. too. What are we eating? You ate something. I, I don't remember eating. I recall you eating because it was me, you, and That'd Taren. be a fucking chip. You heard it here first. I'm so serious. I'm going to have to call Taryn because I swear. Or it was probably just me being polite because I fucking hate TGI Fridays. I'll drink. Whose feelings were you going to hurt? (laughs) For real. Not mine because I'm still going to go. (laughs) Right. But everybody's eating you. Okay. I think maybe we had those little um, 
what's the little shits? The uh, I think you have the pot stickers. Dumpling. Yep. Boom. Yep. That's what that's you it. had. That's all I order. Pot stickers. Those are pretty good. They have but they I, have some good pot stickers though. They're good. I, I, I don't eat Applebee's, Chili's, Applebee's uh, CGI Friday. Screw uh, Applebee's first and foremost. Um. Yeah, I don't Applebee's. If you want to sponsor us, I will eat. Uh-uh. I will eat there. Uh-uh. My, my husband, my husband will me. eat there. My husband will eat there. He, he'll chilies. Eat we want chilies. We want the bougie <laughs> of the chain. <laughs> Shit, at this point, we gotta have Fridays too. I go to Fridays once or twice a week. And Fridays, see, so we can have Fridays sponsor us. Well, enjoy your fucking Jack Daniel's chicken. I don't, eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's one thing i don't eat try those no Lord. that's funny where, so so where do you eat that's the question uh home uh i never heard home. of it <laughs> <laughs> my house uh she used to eat real, at my house but she used uh, to eat at my house before the uh before the pandemic before the panty before the panty <laughs> before um, the panorama where else do I eat? Um, wherever oh, you eat, Papados, right? I, I, I enjoy that's your place. That's your place. <laughs> I enjoy uh, it, but anywhere where maybe the chef was possibly on Chopped or Top Chef or something <laughs> like that, those are places that I like to eat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, I need to survive. I occasionally need a <laughs> shitty steak to drown in A1 oh, sauce, or oh, I simply oh, can't. You know, I simply I can't. I, can't, can't I can't. I need it. I need I it. Do that. Every I can't, I every can't few do months. the A1. I can't do the A1. I don't mind the shitty steak, but the A1, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> we went. We went to this restaurant when we was in Atlanta, and uh, it was called Raise in the City. Raise in the City was fucking fire calamari ever anyway mm. uh <laughs> our dad was with us and he ordered his steak and he was like let me get it well done i was like are you trying to get us the fuck out of real are you trying That's to my get granny he's like, then he's like i was gonna ask for some a1 i said you've already embarrassed us enough Steak <laughs> and go that's how my granny, my granny will sit at a restaurant and say, if she ordered a steak, she wants it well, 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 well done. That's how she oh, orders a steak. No, Literally like granny. that. Literally. And, you know, growing up, I was like, oh, this is the way you're supposed to eat a steak. Ain't wrong. No, yeah. there's no way I'm eating a well done steak ever. No again. damn way. I'm eating leather. <laughs> no, but it can't be too, too, like. Red right in the middle. I like for mine me. medium. I like it medium. I like medium. Medium's perfect, but like anything yeah. under that, I'm like, eh, you. It's my might as well be mooing at me still, and so I just <laughs> I can't. And foodborne illness terrifies me. Effing <laughs> terrifies me. So Especially I just, because every you get every every illness there is out there, you get it. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So and like my stomach is already like the like the most vulnerable, and so that's what it's gonna attack. And so. <laughs> It takes me like a whole month to recover from like food poisoning or like a stomach oh, bug. Man. It takes me like a month. So so I would just prefer to not avoid at Hard all costs. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Cause there's been yeah. like 
whole like ruby has missed a whole concert because of her stomach oh <laughs> she's man. had to sit, and we drove to oklahoma for the damn concert so she had to stay in the car like i, I wasn't about to sit in the car i, wasn't about to drive I was first of all that's when i got listeria from starbucks so okay i should have forgotten them no so <laughs> from the damn breakfast sandwich so no, we make it up there and we're literally in line and it hits me when we like get there. And, and we I'm were like, like I'm... the first people in line though for this concert. Like the and first I was people like, there. Got them Carrie Underwood. No, we Lee Bryce. Lee Bryce because I'm a huge Lee Bryce fan. But... but no, I literally like, if you look back at pictures we took as we were in line, you can see I look like a Cullen. I was so effing pale <laughs> because like, I was just near death. Like I, so, but we go in and I'm like, I just need to go to the bathroom. And that's when like the threshold was unleashed. So I was like, oh, I need to go to the car. So I am literally just like throwing up outside of the car pretty much the entire time. These really drunk middle-aged women came by and just thought I was super messed up. And like, <laughs> they just, they were like, oh, sweetie, we have been there. And they were like drunk and just like from Oklahoma. And like, they just felt so bad for me. I was like, no, like, believe me, I am just sick. Like, I am not doing good. And they're like, no, sweetie, we know what you mean. I'm like, no. <laughs> so yeah. Meanwhile, 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 me and Taryn are front row of the concert having the time of our lives. <laughs> I was deceased. I have like the best pitch. I still have a beer that Lee Bryce gave us in my closet. It's in gave it <laughs> Lee Bryce me. handed them a beer. And, and that I'm was out. like, when was that? Like 2014, 2015? That beer has been in my packed up since then. I'm never gonna open it. It's 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 a member of the family. You now. shouldn't open it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I probably shouldn't after all these years. Well, maybe it's like wine and it ages well. I don't know. Uh, like that too. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Hell, I don't know. Well, anyway, I guess we can get started this week. Um I'll go first. I was gonna ask okay. to go first, but you know what? Let's just he claimed knock, it. Let's knock this shit out. Um this is the murder of I don't know how to say his last name, Chester Pogue. That's what we're gonna say. His last name is Pogue. 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 So he was born um July 1980 in Kansas. And he moved to Rapid City, South Dakota in 1994 with his family. Uh, And in 1996, his family committed suicide. I mean, not his family, Jesus. His father. I was like, like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 We should not be As soon as I said that, I was like, wait, no, that does not sound right. I can't read my own handwriting. Apologies. His father committed suicide days after his parents had filed for divorce Mm. um and then so we're gonna fast forward to the evening of march 12 2000 um he met with three of his friends at his house um their names were elijah page briley piper and daryl hoadley they were just there playing video games chilling um they ended up leaving the house and going to their house. So they all drove to their house. Um, and when they were inside, Paige uh, pulled out a 22 caliber pistol that he'd stolen from Chester's house. And he ordered Chester to get on the floor. Um, he was repeatedly kicked 
until he was unconscious and then they tied him to a chair and then they put a uh, tire iron on his feet so that he couldn't move so once he woke up he started begging them to just let him go and just mind you these supposed to be his friends they were just playing video games um so you know what you got to be careful about who you're around because this, uh-uh. this, this whole story is just you can't trust up. everybody it's all fucked up so they forced him to drink beer um that contained crushed up peers and hydrochloric acid um and while he's sitting there like dying basically um they discuss his murder plan like in front of him um so they ended up getting in his car and driving him to a remote wooded area uh they stripped his clothes off i think he just had on like socks and a shirt and they forced him into an icy creek bed um where they beat him repeatedly and he kept asking them to just let him get out of it so because he would rather die warm and so they were like, okay, so they pull him out, but then I guess they changed their mind and pulled him back into it. Um, and he was then killed by rocks being thrown at his head. So um, they left his body there and drove off in his car. They went back to his house. They robbed his house. They, um, they drove around uh, and they even drove to one of their sister's house and she wouldn't let them, she wouldn't let them stay. So he was like, so they ended up leaving and going back. And so they had also stolen his debit card. So they withdrew a bunch of cash from his card. They even sold some of his stuff. And then they decided to split up. Um, one of them ended up going back to their hometown somewhere in Alaska. Um, and then April 22nd, 2000. So a little over a month after a woman came across his remains and then on April 25th they interview Hoadley and he confessed to the crime and he named his accomplices um they ended up locating Paige in Texas and Piper was in Alaska they uh gave their statements and then they ended up being extradited back to South Dakota um so once the trial started um because they all pretty much confessed to begin with, uh, Paige and Piper were sentenced to death. Um, Hoadley was given life. And I think that's because he was the one that kind of gave up their names and stuff. So they gave him some sort of leniency for that. Um, and Paige wanted to speed up his, his death. So he didn't, like, he I was like, I'm not going to appeal. I go ahead and just set a date. Um, so he was killed by lethal injection July 11, 2007. Uh, Piper is still on death row, and he's the only person on death row in South Dakota. Um, and Paige was the first person executed in South Dakota in over 60 years. And his last meal, I wrote down his last meal. So his last meal was steak, jalapeno poppers, onion ring, salad, and ice cream. And he did not have a uh final statement and um they ended up finding out that the reason why they killed him is because they didn't want anybody to be a witness to the robbery of his home so they decided to torture and kill him and chester's mom and sister happened to not be home because they were on vacation so they got back and like didn't know where he was or anything wow yeah so they tortured him Uh that last meal is pretty solid though 
<laughs> no, but like I feel like that's me. Mine would like pizza. Anyways, no, but that's <laughs> that's beside the point. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, it's just so fucked because it's like, bro, I thought we were just going to go chill, and y'all fucking y'all here to murder me. Like, so they like then y'all driving around tort- in my car. I know, but they <laughs> murdered and tortured him because he didn't. They didn't want him to witness his own house being robbed. Yes, that is wild as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm up and put it in the closet. Uh, I don't know. Like that's South Dakota for you, man. South Dakota. Nobody fuck. And then my whole thing is, why is he the only one still sitting on death row? Kill his ass. What yeah, are we waiting he for? Should, he should actually request to go early as well. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are we waiting for? He's been Tough sitting time. there since since two thousand. Like taxpayer sir. money. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was pretty. It was pretty intense. I couldn't imagine my friends torturing and murdering me. Oh. Hey. No. Knock on wood. I mean, knock on wood. These bitches don't try to kill me. So. No, I may be crazy, but like, I'm not that. Yeah. Crazy. That's just that level. Wild. And probably, and probably, if they wouldn't have got caught, would have went to the damn funeral. That's always weird for well, me. When I think people the... kill someone and then they be like sit at the funeral, like, oh my, I can't believe this happened to Dan. Who would do this to Dan? <laughs> Bitch, you, you would do this to Dan. That's who. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Bitch, you. Oh, God. Well, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll I'll go because it's like super short. It's like 45 (laughs) seconds long. Oh. Um, She she pulled at me. (laughs) I I couldn't remember if somebody did this, but I couldn't find the name in our list or anything. And when I searched our text, I, I couldn't find it. So just shut up if you did it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be loud and proud if I did it. <laughs> I, I cannot pronounce her name, but I'm gonna give it a fucking shot. It's Omai Omaima Nelson. That um, don't sound familiar at all. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, but she was born and raised in Egypt, and then she immigrated to the U.S. in 1986. Um, she was a young gal. She was quite the youngster when she met her husband William aka Bill Nelson Uh, he was 56 years old and he was a pilot so she was only 23 at the time so um they met it probably took two three days they got married and they moved in together and uh all of a sudden Bill came up dead. She stabbed him with um, scissors. She beat him with a with a clothes iron. And then after she killed him, she dismembered his body, cooked his head, boiled his hands. Uh, she then mixed up his body parts with leftover turkey, and then like pushed it down the garbage disposal. And like when the police were interviewing witnesses and stuff, the a bunch of the neighbors said, We fucking heard the garbage disposal running all fucking night. So she was just stuffing hands, feet. 
it's everything. So if down she was gonna thing. do that, then what was the point of her mixing his body up with turkey and shit? That's what I'm um, not understanding. So, <laughs> I don't know if it made it go down easier or if they came and did the forensics. She wanted it all to be mixed up to make it look like it wasn't. So does I don't she know. put his head down there too? Uh, I don't think that would fit. Well, she probably chopped his head up. She had to do something with his head because, well, the head is probably hard to chop because the skull is in there. So, uh, yeah, that's what listen, I'm you know, you guys are taking me way too fucking far. Okay. I don't literally want to throw people. up right now. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need people thinking that I know how to do this. I, this I is a true crime podcast, and I just almost vomited. <laughs> <laughs> so, intrigued though, because what the fuck? <laughs> listen, I watch a lot of shit. Okay. I watch too much shit. Maybe. My son even told me, could you please stop watching the killing? Can you please? <laughs> can be watching that with the kids, I No, I don't watch it with them. I'll be like, hey, because I watch anything that I'm watching that's like scary or whatever. I watch it on my iPad instead of the TV. So I can always just close my iPad when they come in. There. So I'm closing my iPad. He's like, you must be watching those killing things, huh? This is a five-year-old. And I'm like, yeah like can you go like so i can finish watching it like you know take your phone or can you know you have a roku in your room like can you not and he's like i really wish you'd stop watching that stuff oh i was like yeah i can't though i can't i i have to watch it now okay (laughs) so thank you that is hilarious he is so funny he is a super nut he is a nut boy. <laughs> I almost put him out the other day. But anyway. <laughs> so she reportedly castrated him. Okay. She even told her psychiatrist that she cooked his ribs in barbecue sauce and ate them. Girl, she out here thinks she's Solomon's barbecue. Um, but <laughs> she she later said she didn't. <laughs> it's like imagining, like, you know, just like shaving off a freaking, like. Like, is something wrong with you, though, to like push it this far? Most people, most women who kill men poke them up a little bit or shoot them and kind of just like go away or, you know, get so scared that they have to go tell them themselves. This lady was like, nah, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to push it to the fucking limit. So she later said she didn't eat them, but I don't, I, I don't believe it. If you went as far as to cook it, what was the... We're not like going to tell you you didn't eat it. Yeah, that's like the uh, it was a story like some months ago that I was talking about where and that's why I thought cooked them like a pot before. roast. Yeah, that well. that wasn't the same story though. That, that, she, she did a lot. Uh-uh. That wasn't it. So <laughs> when did this take place? Okay, so the reason she said she did all this, and I, <sighs> she said she did it because he had sexually assaulted her on. He sexually assaulted her in their apartment. And then she said he had beat her a little bit. But I'm like, first of all, y'all knew each other for 45 minutes. You got married. I don't even think they were in a 
Yeah, they got married. Met him in October 91. I guess they got married probably at the end of October, beginning of November. By the 28th of November, she had already killed him. Dang. Wow. She was just looking for somebody to kill. She's going to yep, see if she, she could get if she, she was trying if to get she some money. Yep. That, and if she could have gotten away with it, she would have kept doing it. She would have been like one of these women we've talked about before that just keeps killing oh, yeah. husbands and getting married. I mean, it so might she be why she fled Ethiopia. Yeah. I thought she said Egypt. Yeah, Egypt. <laughs> Egyptian. Sorry. <laughs> they both start with an E. <laughs> but, Same um, thing. She was arrested on December 2nd, 1991, and her trial took a year for it to start. Um, during the trial, you know, they try to do some extra shit to prove, like, oh, no, no, she didn't mean to. So they said that, you know, while she was living in Cairo, she had undergone the female genital mutilation and sex. Sex mm. was traumatic and painful for her. And they said that because of those alleged assaults that she sustained, um, you know, kind of made her, I guess, I guess it triggered her. Um, she ended up being convicted of second degree murder. January 12th, 1993. They gave her 27 years, which I didn't think was a long time, but maybe they took her, maybe they took her um that genital mutilation into consideration. I don't care. That was a brutal murder. That was brutal. Yeah, that was very you brutal. Put, his parents couldn't bury him. There was nothing they could do with him because you fucking pushed him down the goddamn garbage. You're gonna have to like, bury the fucking garbage disposal. Like you can't like <sighs> what is That's wrong just... with you, motherfucker? Just knowing that another human being is capable of it's doing that. And imagine that so it's disturbing. still some people out there capable, they just haven't been arrested yet. That's mm, why. Yep. Mm. yep. Wow. Well, good 45 <laughs> seconds um mine's a little wild i don't think it's like that long whatever you know i, I read fast to get through this <laughs> um this is a doozy twists and turns everywhere folks so picture this <laughs> it's march 19th 1985 so police in garden grove california received a call from David Brown. He said that he found his wife, Linda Brown, suffering from a gunshot wound in her bed. He claimed that he had left the family's home earlier in the evening after he got sick and tired of his wife um, and his 14-year-old daughter. Her name is Cinnamon Brown. Um, They were fighting and he was like, I'm done. I'm just going to leave. But Cinnamon Yes, cinnamon. Cinnamon was David's daughter from earlier relationships. So um, Linda wasn't her actual mom. It was her stepmom. Um, so Linda had been shot twice in the abdomen at close range. She was rushed to the hospital where she was pronounced deadly shortly after. Um, a couple of hours after the shooting, police found cinnamon. She was shaking behind a doghouse in the backyard, surrounded by her own vomit. She had taken an overdose of prescription medication and a note was found in her hand and it said, dear God, please forgive me. I didn't mean to hurt her. So 
Cinnamon would be ordered to stand trial for the murder of Linda, and she pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. Um, So the district attorney described the murder as cold-blooded and said that Cinnamon had carried out the murder because she was depressed and angry because Linda had threatened to throw her out of the house. Cinnamon's own father, David, would testify against her during the murder trial, um, stating that she had been moody in the weeks leading up to the murder and that she had spoken about suicide. Um, He also testified that he had shown Cinnamon how to shoot a gun just the evening before Linda was killed. So Cinnamon would be found guilty um, of first-degree murder. When the guilty verdict was read aloud, Cinnamon looked stunned and said, I don't understand. So she's confused. She's like, I don't, I don't get it. So the sentencing phase would follow and Cinnamon's defense team kept arguing that she was legally insane at the time of the shooting. Her grandmother testified that she had imaginary friends and had been depressed over her parents' divorce and her dad's marriage to Linda. Her mother told the courtroom that around a week before the shooting, her daughter had called her and complained that she felt like she was going crazy because everybody kept fighting in the house. So Cinnamon would be sentenced to 27 years in state prison, but due to her young age, I know, poor Cinnamon. Um, um, but due to her young age, she was housed um, uh, with the California Youth Authority. So her mother. And how old was she again? Um, hold on. She was 14. Oh, yeah. So her mother stated that she didn't believe her daughter was guilty of the murder and said that there were like many unanswered questions. Um, She stated it happened so fast. I didn't think everything was looked at. She's a very sweet, very nice, very polite girl. She wanted to do nice things for other people, blah, blah, all the things. But this is coming out after all this, like, hello, y'all couldn't speak up before. Like we had a whole trial and you're just, (laughs) but three years after the murder, there was a twist. Here it is. Here's the twist and turns. <clears throat> so there's a twist. Here it is. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> here it is. So we're turning. We're turning into it. So David um, was arrested and was charged with murdering Linda, allegedly to collect her 1.15 million dollar life insurance policy. When he was a when he was arrested. He was living in a lavish home with Linda's younger sister, Patricia. Mm. Patricia. Whom he had secretly married in 1986. So, ah. so here comes the truth. So he didn't so, let his daughter go. To- okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, here we go. A little cinnamon. So, mm-hmm, so he was her name addition- is Cinnamon. Um, he was additionally charged with persuading cinnamon to take the fall for the murder by telling her that she was a juvenile and would therefore not be kept in custody sweet cinnamon sweet cinnamon she obviously did not watch law and order episodes um i don't think it was i think this was back in like yeah this was back in the 80s so i don't know I don't think when did Law and Order start? Was, Matlock. Think... She could have watched Matlock. She could have watched Murder. <laughs> Columbo. Like, something. I mean, those are things that she could have watched. <laughs> so after um, after Cinnamon was convicted, 
investigator, Jay Newell, continued to work on the case. Um, He had felt bothered by the fact that there was like a number of inconsistencies that didn't add up. And he continued to stay in contact with Cinnamon from behind bars. Um, As it turned out, Cinnamon had initially stuck to the story that she had committed the murder until earlier on that year. She had become fed up by the fact that she was locked up while her father was living the life of luxury after cashing in all that stuff. So she started to cooperate. She was like, okay, I'm done with this. So the investigator said that she's a very brave girl. Um, she So Cinnamon divulged um, to the investigator that she had been enlisted to help in the murder plot by her father, who had told her that Linda was planning on killing him. So he claimed that Linda and her brother were members of the mafia and they wanted oh, to control his business, which was data recovery. Oh, my God. So murder and conspiracy charges were also filed in juvenile court against 20-year-old Patricia. Okay. Whoa. Yes. So Patricia's 20. Yes. Hello. Here's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait. So how long was she? Um, wait. How old was she when they got married? So they had, whenever they were found, they had been married three years before. Hmm. So it, it was anywhere between 17 and 20. Or something. Well, no, not 20. Yeah, but yeah, anytime before then. So (laughs) um, she had been at the family's home on the night that her sister was shot. Um, She she had been 17 years old at the time, hence the juvenile charges. Um, So following the arrests, investigators who had worked on the original investigation said that they had always speculated that Cinnamon had not acted alone in the killing um, and killing Linda, but Cinnamon had confessed to the murder right away and was adamant that she had acted alone, which again, I'm like, you don't speak up about these little feelings that you have. But she was 14 and y'all was just like, okay. Yeah. They're like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Um, but it was evident that she was protecting her father at the time. Um, So as it would be revealed within five months of Linda's murder, David purchased a $350,000 home and had recently purchased a new home in Anaheim where he lived with Patricia. Um, In the driveway were three brand new cars and even a motor home before Linda's murder. David had taken out four life insurance policies on her. Like, hello. Red flags anywhere. How come the damn insurance companies ain't flagging his dog ass? Like, why? Right? Are they, <laughs> like, what is happening? Come through. Um, so while Cinnamon was not speaking about the night of the murder, her comments did not clear her of any involvement. Um, she revealed that her father had instructed her to write a suicide note, which made the shooting and her overdose appear to be a murder-suicide. He also prepared a concoction of drugs and ordered Cinnamon to ingest it to make her story line up. Um, he really couple- wanted to marry Patricia. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> just wait so a couple of months after cinnamon changed her story she testified at a prelim- preliminary hearing um she said to the courtroom that she loved her father so much that she killed for him um look i love my dad he's my best friend but that's oh, nice no don't <laughs> i knew right when i started saying it <sighs> anyways um she said that <laughs> That David wanted Linda, Linda dead, but didn't want to do it himself. She said, and I quote, he said he didn't have the stomach for it. God. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. So um, he complained that Cinnamon was speaking too softly and was being led through testimony by the prosecution. Um, but the prosecutor would accuse the defense of attempting to disrupt Cinnamon's testimony by throwing all this weird stuff. Um, so according to Cinnamon, her father had told her, if you loved me, you would do it. Mm, we love that. Um, she said that she, her, um, David and Patricia had spoken about pushing Linda out of a moving van during a trip to Riverside, hitting her over the head with some kind of heavy object object, and even throwing an electrical appliance into the bath while she was in it. Um, one night, David then woke up you know, both of the girls and said, get up girls. We have to do it tonight. Um, David took cinnamon into the bedroom where he gave her pills to swallow to stage the appearance of a suicide attempt. David then told Cinnamon that Patricia was going to explain how to carry out the murder. He left the home while Patricia loaded the gun and handed it to Cinnamon. She told her what to do next, which was enter Linda's bedroom and shoot. So, however, the first shot hadn't killed Linda. And so Cinnamon explained to the courtroom that she could hear Linda crying. So she returned to the bedroom and shot her once more. Um, so David, David would be ordered to stand trial. And it was announced that Patricia would testify against him. Can't trust nobody. Mm -mm, Not Um, when it comes to Moida. Yeah. So by now, her like Patricia and Cinnamon's story were lining up together. And she explained how she loaded the gun and handed it to Cinnamon, instructing her to shoot and kill her own, um, kill her own stuff. Um, she testified that she and Cinnamon had carried out the murder under the orders of David. A year after the killing, Patricia had married David, her brother-in-law. So she was 18 good for them so good for them um before the trial however it was uncovered that david had attempted (laughs) attempted to hire a hitman to kill patricia jesus christ as well as (laughs) kill the district attorney and the investigator maybe showing out yeah so david had his brother delivered twenty two thousand seven hundred dollars to a former cellmate who was to arrange the murders However, the cellmate had been cooperating with the investigators on the case. So they were like, mm, yeah, this, so this happened. Um, David was further charged with three counts of conspiracy to commit, commit murder, three counts of solicit- solicitation to commit murder, solicitation to commit perjury, subordination of perjury, and conspiracy to commit arson. I don't know where the arson came from, but okay. Yeah. Um, Patricia Bailey would subsequently plead guilty in juvenile court to first degree murder. She was sentenced to less than four years in a state youth facility. A couple of months later, David would stand trial and claim that Cinnamon and Patricia had killed Linda. During trial, it would be revealed that Patricia had been in love with David, his sister's husband, and had thought of plots to kill her for more than a year. She said, I wanted her dead. I love Linda, but I love David more. Oh. Um, David then would ultimately be found guilty of the murder of Linda. Um, the defense argument was shattered to pieces when the jury um, were played an audio recording of David hiring a hitman to kill Patricia and others. Um, David would be sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. In February of 1992, Cinnamon, Cinnamon was paroled from the California Youth Authority. My question is, though, now that you have the answer, if Patricia was 20 at the time that she was going to jail, why the fuck are you in a youth facility if you are? Because the crime was committed. 
at but that, 17. But that doesn't matter. It, it doesn't make sense to me, but I yeah. guess they were being nice because... I mean, yeah. And this was back, like, in... in pretty sure it was saying, like, the out, 80s. She fucking 24. That's all she got. Yeah. Like, you in here with these fucking 15-year-olds. Like, okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I agree, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so you just really can't trust anyone out here. Hell no. Oh, do we have any uh, bonus material this week? Yeah, real quick. Uh, got some goofies <laughs> of the week. Oh, it's been um, a while. Yeah, I just so happened to lock up on this gym. Um, <laughs> two teenage brothers from Somerset, New Jersey. Um, they were trying to dump a dead body and... Um, during the dumpage instead of pulling their vehicle into like uh, you know somewhere where it couldn't be seen they actually just pulled over to the side of the road and turned their hazard lights on <laughs> while they were trying to dump a dead body and guess who Stop. pulled up that's right <laughs> whoop, whoop. Oh. <laughs> I need some help yeah we got this guy's li- oh shit it's the cop yep so they were 19 and 17 years old. They're both being charged as an adult. And um, yeah. Oh, this oh. happened in June. This actually happened in June. Dang. Oh, wow. Yeah. What Smart a kids. dumbass. <laughs> wow. Smart kids. Smart kids. Come on, kids. Wait till you're like 30, like, okay? Hey, Brandon, put the hazards on. We don't want to get... <laughs> we, we don't want the we cops don't get to a ticket. <laughs> We don't want to be illegally parked. <laughs> We're dumping his body. <laughs> what in the fuck? Oh, uh, that's funny. Well, uh, <laughs> y'all, uh, make sure y'all listen to us. Uh, tell your friends to listen. <laughs> Get my shit together. Um, y'all make sure y'all tell your friends to listen to us. Follow us on Instagram, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.